money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. It's the first show of the year. Of course, I'm ready to talk money. I'm Dave Van Opp, and I'm here with my wife, Reb, and we are always ready to talk money. But this is a special day. It is a special day. It's 2017. 2017. I can't even say say that. that. Uh, If you follow the Chinese calendar, I know it's a little bit, but it's the year of the rooster, so cock-a-doodle-doo. Yeah, (laughs) we're still not sure of the significance of that, but maybe someone out there knows and could Facebook us and let us know. Okay, so we're not going to talk rooster. We're going to talk money, right? Yes, money, yes. First first show of the year, yes. always a, a time for resetting. You know, if, if you're predisposed to, to doing the, the resolutions, we hear all kinds of statistics about don't do resolutions, they don't work, all of that stuff. You know what? I've changed over the last couple of years. If you want to do a resolution and it helps get you going, great. Um, nothing wrong with that. We we know that, sure, that may not, but you know what? It may <laughs> stick. So make the resolution, make the commitment, take the time of year, don't give up, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater in the sense of giving up and I'm just not going to do resolutions because I won't keep them anyways. No, and I know, statistically we know this, we know this from any number of polls that finances are really high on the priority list for people every year at this time of year when the beginning of the year starts to say, I'd like to get my finances better. I'd like to get them fixed Well, it's just like going to the gym. You've eaten too much at Christmas and you're... Anyway, but we're like way going into the show already. Oh, okay. Pull me back. You got some verses to share first this morning. I wanted to set it up for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, see, I'm all cheeky in 2017. Um, But yes, Dave, uh, as he was saying, we're rebooting and we do make resolutions. We do fail. And what I'm sensing this year at the start of the year is to encourage you all. And I'm going to encourage you with some scriptures because Mm. I think that God wants to encourage us on our financial journey. There's a lot of hurting people who are listening. There's There's a lot of decisions to make um, that we that we that are hard and in january we're faced with it because it's the start of a new year we may be just overspent but i believe god wants to encourage us to look forward to look forward into the 2017 and know there is hope not because you guys are all great at at keeping your uh, credit cards in your wallet but because god is great and he can help us do this so um, there are some verses in Isaiah 43 that I love that are very encouraging. And then I'm going to read some verses from Hebrews and just talk about them for a second. Okay. Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not wa- rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. 
Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And um, I love this. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? And I'm really... Uh, sensing that God wants to do this new thing in all of you who are listening, in your finances, in your uh, relationships. Uh, It's such an encouraging word to us and a reminder that God is the one who parts the sea. He's the one who subdues nations. Excuse me. He's the one that does this work. But if we trust in ourselves to bring it about, I don't know how great an outcome on our own we can do it when we're in trouble financially. And this is a promise, though, to move forward. Dave has this great, I'm just going to ask him to share that picture he has, that he shares at some of the sessions we have, about looking in the rearview mirror and driving. Can you talk about that? Of course. So, you know, this is just the practical Dutch side of me that says, you know, when I'm driving the car down the road, you know, I spend a vast majority of my time looking out the front windshield. Now, doesn't that make sense? Of course it makes sense, right? We, we want to know what's coming at us. We want to be able to see. That's why the windshield is significantly larger than all the other windows in the car. We want to know what's coming at us. But in finances, often we are trying to direct our lives by seeing what happened last year. And so it's very similar to trying to drive your car by looking through the rear view mirror. And so I'm not going to say that you should try this. You know, this is do (laughs) not try this at home. But if you've ever tried to drive for an extended period of time through your rear view mirror, it does not go well. You can't see what's coming at you. You can see certainly where you've been. And there's a certain amount of information that we need to assimilate, that we need to get. That, that Where have we been? What have we done? What, for sure, glance in the rear view mirror and for at, that information. And at More Than Enough, we do all kinds of seminars and teaching on you know knowing your money story, where you come from, what's your sure. history with money. And those things are really profitable. But if they become the focus and all we see is how we failed or what we can't do anymore because of what has happened in the past, then we're not going to move ahead. And God says clearly in his word that he wants to do a new thing. And I think he wants mm-hmm. to do a new thing and all of us and all of you as listeners in this area of finances in 2017. Mm-hmm. And this isn't like a pep talk, but this is, uh, well, maybe it is a bit of a pep talk. I hope it's more of an encouragement because then there's verses in Hebrews that say this. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race set out for us. And to me, that's looking in the review mirror. We have collected financial stuff and we're carrying that stuff with us and what paul is saying is is, listen we need to stop we need to take a second so pause you know 
and and disconnect, get rid of that stuff in our computer language, right? It's we're gonna, rebooting. We're, we're going to kind of reboot. So we're going to clear out some cookies. You know, we're going to, um, you know. Get do, rid of some viruses, get, hopefully. You know, just do a cleanup. And, you know, all of us recognize there's a need at some point in our computer's life that we're going to send it off for a cleanup. We're going to send it to go get cleaned up. And that's a process. And while that's going on, your computer's not really doing anything. So we're comparing that rebooting and computer cleanup to our own financial life to the scripture verse. Because Paul here, just to go Mm -hmm. back to it, he's saying, get rid of the sin that so easily ensnares. Because when you're running a race, you cannot run with baggage. You are not going to run really fast if you're wearing a snowsuit in winter. (laughs) Or you're lugging a toboggan behind you and and it's summer outside. It's just, you've got to release those things. In a race, but you've got to release those things financially so that then you look forward. And the cool part is the next part of these verses says, looking unto Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's the next Mm -hmm. line in Hebrews 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorned its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. These verses are awesome. Please go read them. Hebrews Hebrews 12, just go read it. It's, there's so much more in there. But that's the neat part because, because we know in a race, you know in your financial journey, you've got to release stuff. You've got to look forward. But with Christ, it's a totally different possibility. You're not going to do this on your own. When Christ has some ideas, he's got some creativity. He's got some intentional choosing for you to do. He's got some generosity he wants you to be a part of. He is working and he wants you to join him where he's working in your life. And and we've talked about this before in, in other uh, shows where we've said, you know, there's there is an element of obedience that just needs to be honored. In the sense of who are we listening to? Are we listening to the culture around us? Are we listening to our stuff from the past? Again, just looking behind us and saying, well, I can't do that because I've never been able to do that. Because mentally, I'm just thinking, that is a huge discouragement. What Mm -hmm. we have been in the past, what we have done in the past, and there's shame attached to Mm -hmm. it. And God has has us to understand that he's covered the shame, Mm -hmm. that he faced the shame of the cross and took it on himself so that we can walk free of shame. We all fail. I hope anyone who's listening this morning understands that they can release their mistakes. We all make financial mistakes. There's not one person out there who hasn't made a financial mistake. So today we're going to give you permission to just push the reset button. We're going to give you permission to, to say, you know what? All of that stuff, it's, it's a new year, it's a new day, where whenever you're looking at this, because it doesn't have to be a certain day of the year, no. but that you can say, I need to do a reboot, I need to do a reset, and I want to take it, you have permission to do that, but recognize that it's a process. Recognize that you may have to step off, just like we said with the computer, you might have to shut down all the multitasking, all the things that the computer's doing to do the reboot. And that may mean 
losing some information or at least saving the information so you can come back to it so, later. But to, to set it aside and say, I'm just going to do a, a little reboot financially. And what does that look like? And what does that look like? That's what I'm thinking. Like, what do, do you know, how do you reboot? How do we practically reboot our finances? But before we get to that practical piece, one of the things that as you were speaking, Dave, I was thinking sometimes in releasing the past, the shame, the mistakes, it's uh, an act of repentance Mm -hmm. where you have to talk to God about it. And that's where often the freedom comes because we can release the past because of Christ. That verse Hebrews uh, 12 verse 2 says, it's, it's because of Christ, the author and perfecter of our faith, the one who for the joy set before him endured the cross and scorned the shame. It's the cross. Mm-hmm. He forgives us. He cleanses us. He says, this is a new day. I've got new things for you. There's a new plan ahead for you. And, and, then, and repenting means simply you're choosing another path. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter, Serena, always says it to me. Mom, that's what you, you're going down your own path again. You got to go down God's path. You know, she tells me that because that's what I told her repentance was. You got to turn around and go down the other mm-hmm. path. Mm-hmm. It's maybe a little more narrow. You might not be able to see around the bend, but you've got to choose that one. So, and, and that's, you know, again, just using that, that metaphor of a, there's a stoppage that has to happen periodically. There's, a, there's mm-hmm. an awareness. We've used a couple of metaphors. There's the, the looking in the rearview mirror. If you need to look backwards and go, man, I didn't even realize I need to repent of those. I just haven't been aware right. of, uh, man, we've been making a financial mistake over and over and over again, and I see the effects of it again and again and again, and and all of a sudden you become aware of it. We, we often use the acrostic, financial awareness creates yes. empowerment. We are talking in essence that the end goal of today's show is really freedom. I mean, we yes. know that this is going to, to, to one of the, the paths or the, the journey to freedom, but it's crazy because you have to stop. You have, you have to, to stop. actually yes. stop and go, wait a minute, freedom means I'm moving ahead into something new. Yes, but... We need to stop, and so today we're is is really saying, let's take that reboot. Let's let's take that stop. Let's you know uh, and, practically, mm-hmm. if you want to sit down and say, okay, in last the last year, in the last year, what are the things that we were successful at? What are the things that we weren't successful at? You may have to do this alone. You may have to do this with your spouse, and you may have to do this with your family. Right. Guess what? It's going to take a little bit of time to do it. So set it aside. Tell your family over the holidays, or I guess the holidays are already passed. What am I thinking? <laughs> if or, you have a oh, holiday. If you have a holiday. Or, you know, as we are in the month of January, say, you know what? Um, maybe on a Sunday, maybe uh, as part of your Sabbath, you talk to the Lord as a family uh, about your financial journey. And you'll be amazed how beautiful uh, a story uh, will come out as God tar- starts tar- starts talking to you about your finances and what He wants to do and the plans ahead. And, and a couple, of just again to give you some awareness, the first time you you stop and do a reboot, it might take a couple of it might take a couple of weeks. It might take you know what for the next the month of January. Every Sunday afternoon for two hours, we're going to come together as a family and we're going to do a financial reboot. Uh, okay, then that's what it takes. 
if you do it, the more you do the reboot, the quicker the reboots happen because you're, well, you become more proficient at what we're talking about here. And I'm going to define that in a minute. So hang with us. I'm going to define what a reboot might look like in your family. But the reality is, is that the more often you do it, the easier it comes. The easier it goes. Okay, so here we go to a myth that Dave uh, and I were talking about that we want to bust today because we like watching Mythbusters, that old <laughs> show. Um, but uh, it has to do with people saying to us, well, if we could just get to where you and Dave are at, you know, then I just wish we were there already. And what, what, do, you, what do you say to that, David? Well, and let me put that in context, because often that's in the context of, well, I don't have to manage money. When I get to what, where you and Reb are at, then, then everything will just be automated and smoothly running and just flow, <laughs> and, and, and there's the myth. Well, not, right? Unless you don't have money. If you don't have money to manage, I guess. Hey, it gets easier. I guess it gets easier. <laughs> I, guess, I, I don't know. I never really thought too much about that. But So here's the myth is, is if you make money, then you are going to have to manage money. That's, yes, that's the truth. Sorry, that's not the myth. That's not the myth. That's busting the myth. <laughs> sorry. So if you make money, you are going to have to manage the money. And, and that's just, if it comes in, your responsibility, part of how we're created, part of the job gave us, God gave us in the Garden of Eden was to steward this earth. He's saying, hey, it is God that gives us the ability to create wealth and it is our responsibility to steward that wealth. So let's, you know, the myth has been busted. It takes work, intentionality, some effort. Yes, there are tools to automate. And, yes. it, and as, like you said, it does, in our communication after 10 years of this journey, yes, David and I can communicate maybe quicker. We can read each other better. We can share our concerns, our worries a little bit. I know better. my junk better. Uh, yeah, and we know we have looked in the past and know exactly what we're motivated by and why we do what we do. So yes, all of that for sure uh, in some ways gets better, but we always have a crisis, not always a crisis, but we always have a circumstance. Mm-hmm. We all, Last year it was that well that started spewing dirt into our house and oh that's a was a financial crisis and a situational crisis at the moment we had to talk through that what are we going to do or how are we going to handle this you know one of my favorite quotes and i've said this probably any number of times on this show is is thomas jefferson's quote the Mm -hmm. price of freedom is eternal vigilance so just recognize that what you do in secret, what you do where nobody else is seeing, the disciplines that you have around money, the, the intentional financial date that you have with your spouse every week, we know it produces good fruit, but that's not necessarily what's going to be on display. The fruit of that will be on display, but, but that discipline isn't. So the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. We do need to continue with the disciplines of making sure you're managing money, having weekly financial dates of, of doing, and we're talking about a reset here. This is one of the disciplines that is so powerful in our financial lives is to say, to recognize that it's okay to do a financial reset, to look at everything and to say, have I done this right? Because we make financial decisions often 
in the context of, of, of a smaller picture. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. need to, to t- the reset just allows us to zoom out and say, wait a minute, I've been making these decisions and I've just realized that they are not priority to our family. Something has changed in our family mm-hmm. and now something has shifted in terms of how we're, we're spending our time or energy or, or any. So we need yeah, to adjust there's that a, financially. There is every year, we, I, and many of you know that we also home educate our kids. And every year, every September is different. Mm-hmm. I have always wanted it to be like one year after the other. And it never is because your kids grow up. Well, come on. You have all the curriculum from uh, last yeah, year, from the no, last it, kid. Isn't that, it the same? Everybody mm-hmm. is different. And everybody grows. And, and it's always different the next year. The, the extracurricular activities are different. And financially... Every year is different. I, I mean, you go through all kinds of different things. You know, your health may be a crisis. Someone may die. You may get a raise. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good thing. What do you do with the extra money? Yeah, you know, you're you're leaning towards the bad stuff. I was just going to throw in. <laughs> hey, there's some good stuff that happens there. I know. Right? This is so, my DNA. Yeah. So, so let me give you a little process here as we come to the practical part of the show where we, we really want to, to just give you some tools that will allow you to do this reset. So the number, number one thing, again, is just to, to take some time, uh, to take some leadership and say, we're going to do this, this reset process. Maybe it'll take you a half a day. Maybe it'll take you a couple of half a days. Maybe you'll do it an hour at a time intentionally set aside some time where you're going to have this financial reset and and you know whatever time that takes you'll know like i said as you do it once give yourself a little bit of grace on the time to to work that out but as you do it you'll see that hey it takes us about a half a day a year or whatever the time is and in during that we like this this exercise called the big rock exercise so really simple simple way to to demonstrate what we're talking about here so i want you to Go on a little journey with me. Visualize you've got a jar in front of you. You know, one of those glass, maybe, you know. uh, Mason jars. Maybe a mason jar. Maybe even one that's a little bit bigger, like I was thinking a vase or or something like that, that, that's got a little bit of volume to it, right? And so when you look in your last year financially and you just see what were the priorities that we were spending our money on. And and so again, this may take a little bit of time to to determine what did you spend money on and did that line up with what you feel are the priorities for your family or for you? I spent $6,000 on our mortgage payment last year. Well, that's important to me. I like living in a house. So yes, good, that's a big rock. And so you've got four different kinds of material that are gonna go into this vase. You've got some nice fist-sized rocks. These are the really, really, really important things. We really wanna put those in first. We wanna get those into the vase first. Be gentle, because it's a rock and it's a glass glass vase, but you wanna put those in first. The really important things. And why do we put the glass, the, the rocks in first? Because if we don't put the rocks in first, if we put some of the other material, and I'm gonna get there, the other material in first, we won't have room for the rocks. So, bigger rocks first, then we're gonna have some pebbles. We've got some pebbles in front of us. The third thing we're gonna have in front of us is some sand, right? So we've got some sand in front of us. And finally, we have a glass, we have some water. 
And so here's the way the, the, the rock thing goes, and I like to do the practical thing. It works great with the kids. If you have them fill up the, the vase with water first, what happens when you try to put the big rock in? Well, the water's displaced, spills over the spills. side. You might not even be able to put it in without overflowing. The, the key here is you only have so much time, so much money, so there's only so much reserve that you have. The vase cannot overflow. So, so what you're saying is the bigger items are the most important, then mm-hmm. the pebbles are next, mm-hmm. then the sand is next, and then the water is the least. So if you're filling your... Uh, your vase up with movies and entertainment, let's say. Let's say for, for you and I, if mm-hmm. we spend most of our time and we pour our water in, then actually church and uh, financial dates, our relationship, our relationship with our kids, which are rocks, mm-hmm. uh, we have to throw them in after. And yep. so, so here's, and again, I just, I just love this. Take a black marker, right, right on the rock. Right. This is, re- this is foundational. This is a solid thing that we want to do in our family. Decide that as a family. What are the things that are really important to you? Sometimes doing the exercises, actually, you know what the things are important to you. So write those on the rock. And that's for 2017. That's you're for not looking five years ahead or 10 years. Or, so if, you, if, you've, if you've been saving up and you're still saving up for a trip for 2017 or even 2018, that's a rock for you it's guys because that's a priority for your family, for your savings. So that yeah. goes in there. If uh, giving and digging a well for some uh, African village is in there, you're putting it in as a rock. Yep. But if it's a lesser priority, then you're going to put that on a smaller pebble or okay. you got it so buying your birthday gift reb is you know it's a little <laughs> bit of a lesser priority for me so sorry it might not fit in the yeah, vase it, so yeah we're not uh, going there <laughs> uh, i'm really yeah. all that to say is 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 the, the the different media represents different priorities and the water really represents the flow of life it's it's mm-hmm. what happens in the daily things and and as i alluded to at the beginning saying you know, if we fill up the vase with all the life stuff that happens, that just happens to us, we don't have room for the big priority stuff. And that's the same in our spending. So that will reflect in your spending. And again, we just move that forward and say in 2017, in the next year, we are going to dedicate some money to these big rocks. Right. So when you get your finances out and you look that you said giving was a priority for 2017. Automate it. Automate, uh, automate yes. it. If you want to make sure that happens, you want to make sure the mortgage gets paid, automate it. You want to make sure you give to the church, automate it. You want to make sure you put some money in savings for whatever, automate, automate it, automate Those big rocks need to be automated financially. They will happen if you do that. It's the water that happens at the end. That's mm-hmm. the stuff you actually manage. That's the stuff that you actually get to get to uh, to fill up. Um Day to day, you don't really man or uh, automate. You don't really automate that stuff. And one other word that we've used uh, in the past is sacrifice. This this takes a sacrifice of time for you to to be intentional about this kind of planning. It takes a sacrifice, perhaps, of um, finances. If you are gonna say no to something, yes, but it's gonna be the things that you decide together right. that are lesser priority right. to, to to say no to. It's just the way it's gonna go. Yes, if you want to give more, then you might have to say uh, no to to shopping or hockey or Starbucks or Starbucks in my case. And on that bombshell. <laughs>
Let's just wrap up. So, um, you know, we started today by just saying it's it's okay to do a reset. And God wants you to be encouraged in mm-hmm. the reset, mm-hmm. that he has new things for you. Okay, so let's wrap it up. Rev, will you just pray us out? Father, thanks so much for your care and your love and your encouragement this morning that uh, you cover our shame, you cover the guilt of our past, and that you have new things, that you make a way in the wilderness for us, and that we can look to you, Jesus, the one who is the one who created and authored our faith and went to the cross for us. So Lord, we look forward to 2017. Will you help us all, listeners and Dave and I included, on this journey of our finances? So I want to leave you with a quote from Thomas Jefferson, the price of freedom is eternal vig- vigilance. Join us next time as Rev and I talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.